This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Babs Gray. And don't forget, Jamie Spears has also robbed me of the ability to write new material. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey and I don't want to say I'm depressed but today I did think a dress from CVS looked good (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker and due to the rampant abuse of air conditioning we have in fact entered the coldest months of the year (laughs) and this is lady to lady can you keep a secret? neither can we Barbara Brandy and of course there's Tess. We've got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, babies. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies do lady, lady do lady. That was amazing. Welcome yes. to the show, everybody. Theme song cover. Shout out to Abigail Clark, uh, a listener and um, beautiful songstress so for the theme pretty. cover. Yes. I felt very like Stevie Nicks during that for some reason. Like I was imagining us all wearing like scarves and having tea. I was, pic- I was picturing like a, a quartet in seersucker suits, but they were all Robin. Oh, like what, okay. <laughs> what I was seeing. I like that too. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. I know. That was great. That was very old school. It was also somewhat haunting, which I really enjoyed. I love things that are haunting. I've realized that about myself yeah. recently is I really love like when like when like musicals are sad. I love it. <laughs> Does that help count as haunting? Definitely. Like I always say the Secret Garden is a very haunting musical. Right. You let you in Is that 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 Secret Garden? Um, it's a musical that built Lily's around that song. Eyes? Oh, the Sound Garden. Got you. The, yes. Yeah, the J- okay. Jerry, Mag- Jerry Maguire song. Yes, my <laughs> is it, bad. Wait, yes. is it is that Springsteen? Did I make that up? It sounds like him. I think it is. Yes. I don't know. Listeners, a, let us know. It's, a, or don't. it's somebody. I yeah. was going to say I recently watched that, and I realized we all recently watched that for yeah. a bonus episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. By, by the way, we're not just um, rudely not introducing our guest here because oh, yeah. it's just us today, everybody. We don't have one. We don't have one. It's just capital us. Just capital the capital ladies. That's right. JTL today. Mm-hmm. And then this is our first just the ladies episode since we joined exa- exactly right. So mm-hmm. yeah. I wanted to give you guys some flavor. Um, this is usually if you if you are a Patreon or a um, Stitcher Premium member, you you hear our bonus episodes that are just us generally. So if you're not a subscriber to those things, here's some you'll get a little taste of what you're missing out on over there. We're not going to do our Reader's Digest jokes for you here. That's a special no. bonus only thing. But yeah, um, yeah you kind of get to hang out with uh, just us and see what we're really like. Oh, and also on that note, um, we should mention that it, um, we're looking to have a po- an eating contest soon. But we're we need your at, help. We need your I help. I like just that general. We're looking to have an eating contest. We're looking to. We're comparing. We're comparing calendars to schedule an eating contest are at some not? point. Are we? We not? are. I mean, it is true. It is true. We it are. Absolutely so, is. so yeah. Basically, we've threatened this for years, but yes. we decided that if we get up to a 250 patrons by July 16th, which is not that far away from now, only about 10 days. Mm-hmm. We will do an eating contest. So you can go on to our Patreon page and vote. Patreon.com slash lady to lady. Vote on what you'd like to see us eat. Let me see where we're at right now. I'm sure it's pie still in the lead. It's going to be pie. I've already resigned myself. It's going to be pie. Yeah. We gave you guys a trip. It's watermelon pie or peeps. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, pie is like the classic and, you know, fair. Totally get it. Um, You know, peeps I thought would be a fun little, you know, uh, experiment. 
And watermelon, I get. I understand. I wouldn't vote for watermelon either. You know what I mean? Like that would be too easy on us. And I appreciate that you guys are going for pie. Yeah, yeah, I feel the I, same way. It was obviously, yeah. oh, and I, I also wrote pie, pie various kinds. So people, <laughs> yeah. Well, there is this, there is a pie strategy for like, you know, fruit versus it, cream versus yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different pies. So, so yeah, yeah go to Patreon and uh, become a patron if you haven't already to see us go go through with that sometime near the end of July. I think if we get up to the yeah, to yeah. the um, What song do you guys think we should enter to? Uh, pie of the tiger. Oh, somebody do a love it. Somebody do a cover. Do a cover, and we'll just yell pie. We can yes. just think, yeah, pie, yeah. pie, um, pie, pie, pie. Yeah, I think pie, that's a pie, good pie. general getting pie, hyped pie, pie. song. Very much and so. Yeah. Classic montage. Absolutely, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. is I always used to say would be my uh, if I was a da- uh, you know an exotic dancer. Is exotic dancer? If I was a stripper, I would. <laughs> <laughs> was an exotic. <laughs> An exotic dancer. Okay, yes. we can edit this out, but honestly, I paused and I was like, is stripper not a word you're supposed to say? I forgot if you're allowed to say stripper. Anyway. No, I think it's fine. You can say stripper. I know, but yeah. Yeah. You, you guys get it. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's edit Megan, this out. Yeah, I have the tiger sounds part. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that'll be good. There's a couple, anything from like, like, uh, like an 80s action movie situation that you can work the word pie into. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's... That's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Or a jock jam as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think we y'all should just, ready for this? Oh, my God. Why don't yeah. we do this? Also, we'll get, um, we'll start a Spotify shared oh. playlist where people yes. can add what they want. <gasps> yes. To see us Absolutely. To. Yes. I, I think love that's that. a good call. So you that's guys can fantastic. be our, help us be the soundtrack as well mm. to yeah. this eating contest. So, yeah. That's not, so go, yeah. Go to patreon.com slash lady and check that out. Um, we're very excited about that. But yeah, also some other announcements going on. I just released my very first album called Yay! If I Did It. So go get that if you haven't yet. It comes with a, it, you can buy on a special thing, records.com. Um, I think that's the website. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you can buy a pin of my face and it's really cute. I got some free ones and uh, I love them. And they, people have been posting them and they came out really well. So you can buy that for 10 bucks and it comes with a free download of the album. Uh, it's astrecords.com. Okay. Astrecords.com, which is cool. I posted something about this, but I used AST is from, it's a Tenacious D reference. It's a special thing, which is a Tenacious D song. And their website was mostly a comedy forum where you just go on there and talk about comedy. And I was like a huge person i loved that forum i was obsessed with it and i would go on there and see all these lineups in la and be like oh i want to go to these comedy shows and now i'm making a record with them so it feels like a cool you know yeah yeah something come to fruition there i was gonna say your label mates with karen now too yeah yeah and karen kilgariff has her album out on there um what is jack jack's doing some dancing in the background Sorry, uh, he he was getting excited for your next announcement. Uh, he was chasing the cat around the house. Like a couple of real idiots. Oh my god! But this yeah. isn't the announcement, but I did befriend a new cat last night. Okay, go ahead. Oh Congratulations. my god! Thank you. This is announcement point like, five. It wasn't even hard, yeah. you guys. Like usually, it takes me weeks. And last night, I had this baby in like literally in the palm of my hand. Hey, why does it take you weeks to be <laughs> a stray cat? A stray cat. Oh, a stray, oh, stray cat, cat. Okay. is yeah. not. They're not down. No. They don't want to hang. They've got no. their own life. Yeah. And they have, they, honestly, not their always. boundaries are the strongest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they know what, yeah, yeah they know exactly who who they want to, you, you need to like do some finessing to get in, to yeah. get in with them. I actually have a method. I start out, I make sure they see me if Sean has tuna or whatever. He always gets pissed at me because I'm always feeding his tuna to the stray cats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how much... How much tuna does Sean just have? <laughs> I mean, he just... I do the grocery shopping, so never really okay. any. Um, okay. Like, I'll Got buy, you. like, three cans and then feed them to the cats, and then a few months later, buy three cans. Basically, Sean just never gets the tuna. Got it. I, in my yeah. head, I was like, wait, is Sean just, like, eating tuna as snacks all the no. time in the house? He's like, not... you already have a cat. Yeah. That's why he doesn't want a cat around. He, he's, he, you're stealing all of his food. Yeah. <laughs> I used to carry around like a bag of cat treats in my car, which I think you can tell what level of cat lady you're at if you're like actively carrying around things to to exactly. interact with other cats yeah. you may run exactly. into. Exactly, you're seeking out those relationships. <laughs> but um, you fucking idiots. Oh, is he okay? Oh yeah, no, he's literally him and Oscar are doing zoomies like a couple oh, okay. of girl idiots right now. That's fine. Well, Jack, okay, Jack's very, excited, very excited about our another announcement, which mm-hmm. is that the Britney podcast that Tess and I have been working on for. 
ever Two is coming years. out yeah. today. Yay! First episode drops today. It's called Toxic, the Britney Spears story. So go subscribe right now if you aren't subscribed already. You can actually hear episodes one and two today. Mm-hmm. So nice, awesome, um, yeah. yeah. So we were. Gonna I mean, talk you guys have it. been working on this for a long time, so it's exciting <laughs> to finally uh, have people see all the stuff that you've been talking about. Also, I'm very excited personally for it to be out and for you guys to have your names on it. And then people won't will maybe realize They're not that I know Ta- or Brandy. I even called you Tess just now. Yeah, you did. They are not going to understand. So somehow people don't understand that the three of us aren't always together and that we don't yeah, do yes. everything together. Yeah. So they've somehow glommed Brandy into the Britney sphere. And whenever something happens with Britney, Brandy also gets. Oh, my God. Brandy. Texts. What was your day like on Wednesday? I mean, I had so many texts that were like, this has got to be so validating for you. And I was like, are you serious? Yeah. I was like, sure. It absolutely is. I have done. So we're recording this the week after Brittany did her big testimony in court. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which was obviously an absolutely crazy day for us. But like, that's so funny that you're. Yeah. Yeah. I get all sorts of people like, I've been, you know, I've been listening. I'm really, really proud of all the work you've done. And I was like, I mean, yes. Thank you. Uh, Just take I, credit. So, Please. Oh, I, oh my I don't God. think that I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I absolutely am. I absolutely am. Um, but I'm also excited for now that for this whole series to be out and for you guys to be able to go to a party and be like, just go listen to the podcast. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Because like I've, I've watched two years of you guys being cornered at parties because you are like, that you know everything right right and yeah. then people are like hey hey that thing that i i only spend like an hour thinking about but you've spent the last two years of your life embroiled in deeply do you just want to talk about it on your off time so exactly no <laughs> it's like a doctor being cornered and being like will you look at my like rash yeah now people are showing us their britney rashes left and right <laughs> yeah, left and right 100 and it yeah. is and it is like there's certain things where it's like oh i can't even really explain this to you because you don't have the proper context or understanding of it but you'll get it yeah. if you listen to our podcast toxic exactly <laughs> toxic <laughs> just look for toxic yeah it's out today. yeah no we're very yeah. excited it's been like blood sweat and tears doesn't even kind of describe it it's been the most surreal experience of my life i think like yeah well and it's crazy because right now is recording recording it's coming out like a week before before everything drops and like i think every day on twitter there has been at least one to two trending stories about britney since everything and that like all this like is because you guys kicked this off in a big way (laughs) that's what's so part of the what's so surreal about it is like yeah you know we yeah started Britney's gram is literally we were all the, all of us were up at you know in uh, Portland mm-hmm. doing Portland. that comedy festival um mm-hmm. and like we were like I don't know we just had the idea then or whatever it was to you know what makes me laugh too is at that brunch one of our other friends like we were just hanging out and they were like um Babs and Tess you guys can talk to other people you know and because we weren't talking to anyone else, that is where we came up with Britney's gram. So Britney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So also a spite podcast. That's always good. Um... Oh, I mean, a little bit of spite mixed in with a little bit of Instagram. I mean, that is the recipe for anything lady to lady. We're 20% spite at all times, baby. <laughs> but yeah, no, we we like, you know. Our podcast is like partly, I think, the reason why this shit's happening. And it's like the mm-hmm. most surreal thing ever. And last week was really like emotional hearing her speak finally. And mm-hmm. we were just today listening to like, you know, we had to do some reworking of episode one. And mm-hmm. we were listening to it and it finally hit me. And like I started crying yeah. and I was just like, oh, my God, like this yeah. is just hearing yeah. like everything that's happened the last two years. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. So. Have you guys started thinking about your Webby speech yet? I just. <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking for a Pulitzer, but I'll take a Webby, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Can you wear a cute outfit to the Pulitzers? I think so. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absol- I mean, you're, you you guys will start. I think you'll probably be, be best dressed at the Pulitzers. Oh, the my very God. Least. <laughs> I hope so. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it's yeah, it's been a lot of work and. And we haven't been able to talk about all of it. You know, it's just been like you're yeah. working on something that you're putting all your work into one place. So you 
have to like not share it, but you, it's just like exhausting. And, and a lot of people were like, where are you? Where are you? And we're like, we're promised we're doing something. You know, that was exhausting too. Mm -hmm. The expectations people were putting on us was really weird Mm -hmm. and just been like a storm of so many different things. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like a big part of Britney's testimony too. It was like, basically none of it, I don't think surprised either of us. Like it was all stuff that we've known for a long time. And so like, there was some there that was so stressful too of like being immersed in this crazy dark truth for two years and having people at parties be mm-hmm. like, What's going on with Britney? And it's like, like I It's not fun. It's, it's not, not fun. Good. No, it's not fun. Yeah. yeah. It's super dark and sad and yeah, it's just uh That's like imagining in like the the 40s or something people are going up to like Judy Garland's best friends or whatever and being like so she's looking really thin right now how is everything <laughs> <Yes>. going <laughs> and it's yeah. like it's bad it, things are bad <laughs> but I mean I will yeah. say like you know I'm so needless to say we're so proud of Britney like mm-hmm. yeah it's, it was really impressive that's like yeah. yeah the other thing that's also hard to wrap your head around is just like wow that happened she did mm-hmm. that yeah. Like after all this, like she fucking did that. For for those that might not know, can you guys give them like a cursory cur- like a, a basic rundown of like kind of what just happened? Yeah. Or- so Brittany asked to speak to the court, you know, and she um any other time she does it, it's sealed. So she mm-hmm. could say a bunch of stuff to the court and we won't know about it usually, or at least the public won't know about it. Um mm-hmm. So, yeah, she basically came in and was like, they tried to close the hearing and she was like, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 She was like, no, that's how you guys have exploited me forever. I'm not letting that shit go down. And then she yeah. talked for 20 minutes about how mm-hmm. she was in an abusive conservatorship, how, mm-hmm. you know, she's come before to the court and they haven't she hasn't been listened to. And just she had a laundry list of how shit she wants her own attorney. Done. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. basically went through at, like all of the key players, the motherfuckers that have just been surrounding her for so long. And just like, like it was like, it was basically, you know, like the okay corral. She pretty much was just like, yeah. Psh, 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 psh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was the first time since her, her conservatorship has started that we, you know, that you kind of heard that directly from her about all this. Yeah. So it was a huge, obviously, validation to all the Free Britney people. And it was just, yeah. Well, I'm sure, like, also, made you guys feel like you know validated and also like it is scary to also be like to have this much responsibility in such a movement and be like okay are we i know we're helping her but does she know that we are helping yeah you know how is she viewing this exactly that's you know yeah no i think it really helped that because it's been like yeah i'm like so scared i'm like i want to only do something to help her and you know and so you get you're like i need to be doing the right thing and like you're so sure you're on the right track but obviously once that happens Mm -hmm. you're like okay then i think we're good (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah weird thing because it kind of felt like an albatross because you're just like like you know we're i want to make comedy tv shows you know (laughs) that's the thing i set out to make in my life and this was like a weird like well guess what you're making this thing and obviously we made that choice had a human rights issue for a couple of years (laughs) before you try to write for tv so yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it's like obviously i'm glad we we made the choice to make it and i'm glad we're making it but it wasn't like you know something i ever thought i would be making growing up and it is kind of like a weight you're carrying so um, it definitely has been helpful to have that. And then just to ex- just even though it's still fucking annoying that nothing's happening right now with their thing and hopefully yeah. that actually changes something. But to be yeah. able to celebrate with all of the people who've been supporting her for the last few years and like, you know, we all went out and danced to Britney and, and WeHo and mm-hmm. it was like a really like nice moment to just finally feel some joy like after all this shit, you know. Well, and I hope that like exactly. the pandemic has maybe made people more like empathetic, hopefully to her situation too, of just like, hey, everybody just was inside for a year. Imagine if that with less, much less rights and with, you know, indefinitely for the rest of your life, like how, how strong you would have to be to withstand that and have made it have made it. That's far. what we were saying when it, we we're like, Brittany's been in quarantine. <laughs> like, yeah, she was like, "Welcome to my world, bitch." That's fine. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, and as things are opening up, it's just like you know, hopefully that is like a feeling that she gets to feel too. Mm-hmm. You know, like her weight mm-hmm. gets to be lifted soon as well. It'll be good. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back, everybody.
everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. Oh, I'm Tess. I don't think I heard you. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I like did a big drink of water right before I said mine, so you got to oh, just hear a refreshing. <sighs> yeah, <sound. laughs> um, it's all good. So, what are you guys gonna do the first day, like when you don't have to do this anymore, <laughs> when it's everything is released? Like, what is your first, your first thing? It's gonna be really weird because it's obviously I'm gonna be like glad to be done with it finally, but. It's also going to feel like I'm sure a sense of loss or grief in a weird way where you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it feel, it's going to feel like the Truman Show, like when he opens the door yeah. <laughs> and, like, and what's out there now? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I mean, but also like there are a lot of, th- I mean, it kind of coincided nicely with like us wrapping up this project and like stand up being able to like start back up again. Like I'm really excited just to, like have hours like work mm-hmm. on stand up and do it. There's definitely other writing projects that I've been like, you know, for a long time, like for months this spring, I felt guilty about like on the weekends, not doing my other writing projects, but I was like, I've just been too exhausted and too underwater with this. So I, yeah, I have stuff that I'm ready yeah. to, I'm ready to do, but uh, most importantly, uh, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I'm excited yeah. to be able to, yeah, just be like, I'm a comedian, right? question mark mm-hmm. again and yeah just do that shit that's gonna be awesome um yeah oh and yeah. i will say if you, you know I, if you are a fan of this podcast and if you listen to toxic the britney spears story that this shit could not have happened without brandy posey because no. brandy's been yeah. supporting the fuck out of us <laughs> she's been really hel- you know she's been helping lady to lady run like a well-oiled machine in the background so thank you because yeah yes of course we've been fucked without you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know if, I don't know if people realize that but also we're realizing brandy does accounting and we're like fuck we don't yeah, know how to do we accounting, to learn accounting. <laughs> it's it's a lot I it's know. a lot yeah. of bullshit we already had to learn probate law and now we have to learn accounting <laughs> now we're doing bank accounts yeah but sometimes yeah. i must say like babs and i do have or have had like so many moments while we were making this show where i'm like i'm sorry but i'm so proud of us like Say what you like. Yeah. We are Babs and Tess, and we learned like the law. <laughs> There's our T-shirt. There's our T-shirt. <laughs> it like, took no, so long for me to like wrap my head around all of it because it's so fucking confusing, you know. Well, and- everything's written so it's so crazy the way it's written. You don't know what the hell it's written specifically to make it confusing for the layman yeah. to read, read and understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's weird because, and we'll talk about this in the show, but it's like so confusing and specific, but also not specific enough mm-hmm. so that there's yeah. enough gray area that you're like, wait, but how are they're allowed to do this because of the gray area? So mm-hmm. that's what gets you so like fucked up. Everything is in the gray area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's so fucked about the whole thing is like technically everything that has happened is basically legal. And I mean, you know, as is as is publicly known at this point, yeah. at the very least. And that is like, you know, that that becomes a bigger picture where I know that there's like a lot of people that I think like at first for were like, ah, Brittany, whatever. She's like a millionaire. She's fine. She's cuckoo bananas, whatever. But it's like this number one, that's all bullshit. But number two, this is also an issue that affects people that don't have the platform that she has mm-hmm. and like right. is really, you know, I mean, really puts a lot of a lot of people that don't have a voice uh, in, in similar horrible circumstances. Too. Yeah, I mean, that that is another thing that I am really proud of is like, yeah, and that has always like been kind of a, a really driving force, I think, for both of us, like making the show is like we mm-hmm. really had our eyes open to this whole world of of people whose rights are being violated and who are living these nightmarish stories, these really like helpless people who were just getting preyed upon and victimized and like. Mm-hmm. you know it, to have the opportunity to kind of like help shed light on their stories it does like really make it worth like all the the bullshit mm-hmm. like and i like it's crazy because yeah. i remember like when i was when we were very first getting like curious about britney's story calling the national association for guardian abuse and it was like this one person picking up the phone and now like they're quoted in like articles in like rolling stone and the times and the washington post and stuff and i'm just like that that is yeah something that i think is really great no, that's really fucking cool. Like, I am e- uh, equally proud of you guys for all the shit that you've, that, that, that's come out of this. It's insane. It's like, 
it's it's very fucking cool to actually like you know it's like you get into comedy and i think there is like some part of a lot of comics that think that we're like my voice is affecting change and my little jokes are like i'm doing it and it's like for you guys it's like you've like the podcast started as as a bit like a very funny joke but it's like you've like actually like really moved the needle on this massive thing you know in such a big big way it's like it's actual activism you know which is something that doesn't come out of comedy very often yeah yeah are we moving the needle mm-hmm. in our business you're moving the needle <laughs> i'd say the, the, needle? the window has shifted <laughs> um, <laughs> we're circling back on human rights let's and... put a pin in that <laughs> yeah can we just mm-hmm. put something on the docket um for human rights please it would appreciate yeah no i think like um i've been like really obsessed with bo burnham's new special and album Mm -hmm. and he has a song about um you know comedy kind of being like why the fuck are we doing this does this change anything and i Mm -hmm. was like oh and i was like yeah we like with britney's gram but also i feel like lady to lady we've gotten a lot of really awesome you know messages from people especially over the pandemic and stuff who like Mm -hmm. haven't had their circle of friends to hang out with or whatever it is you know so so I think like I'm like okay even like I you you don't want to you know go too far and be like I'm changing the fucking world but it's not even taking takes that it takes like one person yeah. to make their day better and I think that that's like where you're like can feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean like it's like yeah, it's it's awesome and it's like people don't realize I think people that aren't in the industry I think also don't realize how long stuff takes to to yes. do and to no, put these things together. Yeah. I mean like it took you guys years to even like finalize deal partners to, to work come with together. yeah yeah. It took yes. us, yeah no yeah. just getting the thing together in the first place whatever it's mm-hmm. it really is like a shit show of of trying to actually get something made yeah. it's crazy Things, the machinery <laughs> in the sausage factory is rusty it- <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's it's rough y'all um yeah. but i'm yeah i'm really proud of it and it's like you know it's 10 the so the the podcast just give like a t- little bit of detail. It's it's ten yeah. episodes, and you know they'll be coming out weekly, and we'll be kind of walking through like how we got here, basically, like how the fuck did yeah. she get into this thing, and you know, especially the time period, the weekend when it all happened specifically, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, like Tess was talking about getting into the bigger issue of people who are also affected by this, who you know aren't Brittany, don't have her resources or whatever, um, or people speaking up for her in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and then, yeah, just kind of the bigger question of it, which is like the, like, why do conservatorships a thing in the first place and like disability rights issues and things like that. So we kind of walk through the whole A to Z, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I mean, it is like, it is, it can't be stressed, like how, what a crazy web <laughs> that you guys just stepped right into the middle no of. <laughs> we pulled back the curtain to a fun house that i was not buying a ticket for yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly uh, yeah and just i mean and like i mean honestly it's like she's been very strong but like you guys have been really strong with all you've had to deal with this too i mean like people have like you know you've dealt with a lot of bullshit from a lot of different places and like been called weird conspiracy theorists and shit like that and it's like no it's some conspiracy like there conspiracy in itself is not a bad thing but then like when it takes a turn towards like anti-semitism or like blood libel or whatever that's when things get bad a lot of bad shit does happen behind closed doors and it's important to look at the shit totally (laughs) and it is like um it's funny because yeah just because we have been through so much shit that we haven't like really talked about we've just been like working it's manifested yeah. itself in funny ways because I will get really frustrated and I'll want to like call someone out for being shitty, but it's yeah. but not feel like it's worth it. But mm-hmm. I'll and as a result, I'll be like, I'm, I just want to like post like a meme that like says something, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm being Britney. Like, mm. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I get it now. Like she couldn't say yeah. how she actually felt, so she posted a meme that seemed you're like, oh, what is this actually about? And that's how it happened. You reverse <laughs> engineer it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'd actually like to launch my uh, make take this moment to uh, uh, promote my new podcast, Barbara's Instagram. Yeah, um, great. Where I'm just going to be looking at the memes that Barbara posts. <laughs> Wait, I, I honestly am shocked I haven't posted more because I've thought a lot about it. I think it's like because <laughs> you're like I can't like specifically say names, but I can say oh. like fuck everyone or something. <laughs> yeah, and we have names, and if you're listening to this, yes, it's you. 
<laughs> oh my god what a wild time yeah i remember a few years ago when we um this is just a funny memory just of like random little things that have happened over the past few years but when we were in uh, on the east coast doing shows and we were talking to a reporter about all this stuff and he was like oh my god so is this um would you call this a stan issue what is this a stan <laughs> yes that was that poor old man. Like, I can't imagine I him trying to put this this story together. I just, like, you weren't, it's not, this wasn't for you, baby. He did it, There's though. so many that things. That reporter yeah. ended up writing a good story, I must say. Yeah. Yeah, but it felt, if his entryway was very funny. And yes. that's been yeah. actually a really interesting thing about it, too, because we're just so deep in it. So mm-hmm. we so quickly know when someone isn't reporting correctly, because, like, yes. they yeah. get their facts wrong all the fucking time. So they'll, yeah. like, be interviewing us, and they'll be like, this is the first time Britney's ever been in court. And we're like, no, that's not correct. Nope. But like, it's just a funny, yeah. like <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Know how to, yep. I, I'm just like, I'm a fucking, I'm a slut and a comedian. And I still am a better reporter than most of you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> comedians if you're like a comedian that's like uh like worth a shit and actually works hard the thing is that you weirdly do know how to do 10 different things extremely competently of course (laughs) you know it's like you're a social media person you're a reporter you know like you you learn to be a bookkeeper if you don't want to pay somebody else right right you're really so many man of all trades yeah yeah exactly i've had makeup artists (laughs) yes exactly i used to work for this marketing company and i would always bring in like open mic friends for like little like freelance gigs and my everyone that worked there was like how come everyone you bring in is like really good at this and i was like because everyone i know is a genius that doesn't want a job i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're all really smart and like they just don't want to work the normal yeah Yeah. that's why like people are like oh the people in la suck but that's my favorite kind of people yeah 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 yeah, exactly. Like, when exactly. tar people are at work, you can't hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> also, I will Damn say, straight. though, just coming out of, like, this is just a separate thought, but, you know, mm. starting to go out again after, like, things are opening up, and I do not like most of the people that are out. So I think that's yeah. who people are thinking about when they're thinking LA people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's potentially true. Everyone that's driving, like other people aren't on the road. Uh, yeah. yeah, everyone's driving like they're like, I gotta make, like, I don't know what's yeah. going on, but everyone's just very, there's a lot of aggression and like, yeah weird shit i will make i will make the point though as as a transplant myself uh most people in la are transplants so it's not that you have a problem with the people from la uh it's that you got a problem with the people that you hated in your town that moved away mm, good point <laughs> often, often i think that is what's actually going on and like we I mean, were, people... they were moving away from you anyway so go back yeah 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 exactly exactly um hold on breaking news from the huntington the corpse flower is preparing to bloom, you guys. Ooh, should we go? Should we go? Ooh. I've always wanted to go to the Huntington. I like it. We just yeah. scratch the. Let's go. Let's meet up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's go. I. I just. Uh, they're also going to be live streaming it as well. So I don't know, long, the listener. Like, it might have happened already. Someone but... give me detail. How rare is this? Or what's it's the pretty deal? rare. It only happens like every couple years, every few years. Mm-hmm. And I think what do we got? Like three days. Yeah. Yeah. And then it smells like a dead body. Uh. And then it. And then it's done forever. They're called this one. It's seventy-one inches. The flower itself is seventy-one inches tall, so it's like a massive. Wow. Like, well, that's over six feet, I think. Yeah, it's like a massive, almost seven feet. Like, no, yeah, no, it's a six-foot flower. Um, and then it'll like open up, and it looks crazy. And then, yeah, it, so they're you calling could place it, it next to yeah. your six-foot skeleton, and they would be about yes, twelve-foot skeleton, twelve-foot oh, 12 skeleton. Sorry, excuse me, Barbara. Babs. Um, I am planning. Uh, I don't think I don't. I have August 1st in my calendar marked off for the when the 12th <laughs> skeletons might. I was in Home Depot last weekend picking up some paint and I um, I went to the area where the Halloween decorations will be. And I went, you're going to give me a skeleton Soon. this year. I just I like put I marked my intention in that Home Depot to be like, I'm getting a fucking skeleton this year because what we're going to do is we got a little yard between me and my neighbor and we're going to put the skeleton up in the yard and then we're going to we're astroturfing the backyard but we're going to put a putt putt a hole underneath the skeleton love so you can, it 
That's just great. have a little putt, one putt putt hole in my backyard. Are you gonna be able uh, to see his head like from the street? Because that could be. Spooky. I, th- I think so. I think so. Yeah, um, I think he's taller than my house. Do you have <laughs> options in terms of like um, body position? Like, can we make him do yoga? Yeah, he can move a little bit. Like the arms move more, and he and like the torso moves up and down, and the head will go side to side. And also, the head has um, uh, LED eyes that open and close too, so you can turn them on and they can open Ooh. and close. Yeah. And, what about uh, like yeah. um. Would you settle for, and I'm guessing this is a no, but two six-foot skeletons on top of each other's shoulders? Ah, like, uh, a giant coat! <laughs> uh, ne- next to my 12-foot skeleton? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> do I? There were a lot of really great, uh, when the 12-foot skeleton happened, there were a lot of really great yard displays of like the 12-foot skeleton towering over a bunch of six-foot skeletons, like bowing as if he was their god. Um, I'm really into that. Uh, uh, people have also been dressing them up for every hol- holiday so far, and I've really appreciated that. Like, he will be up year round. I was gonna um, ask. I'm really, wait a minute. Yeah. My question is, I forgot. Where does he go when he's not mm. up? Nowhere. It's cute that you think he won't be up. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna. Okay, live he's not outside. getting stored. He's not getting shoved underneath the house or something. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe, but with like an arm out un- intentionally as sure. his own little thing. Wow. In that moment. But that no, is going to be. He'll s- probably just be up. Wow. That'll be striking. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm really pushing it to the limit with uh, what my, my park manager will accept from me because my house is bright purple. I have a cool mural in the front of it, and now I'm going to have a giant skeleton behind it. I mean, yeah, let's just start- keep going. I mean, I'm living my best life. I feel great about it. Oh, also, update. The old man that I thought hated my house, he told he complimented the ombre on the front of my house. Oh, so it was a distraction. Oh, I don't. I yeah. I I don't. He was very. He was like. He told me. He was like. It brings joy to the entire neighborhood. Thank you for this gift. Oh, so so I'm like. I don't. Maybe it wasn't you. I think I had a real like. You know how in Home Alone where he thinks that old yeah. man is like a bad yeah. guy. I think because this man's never spoken to me before. Mm-hmm. I was I was doing that, and I'd like That's... to apologize on this podcast to the man. I was gonna say I 17. feel like a lot of like kids movies have really done that mm-hmm. to us, where it's like you yeah. disparaged the old guy. Yeah, and then he turns out to it's be the, real cool. Uh, you have your own Boo Radley. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like uh, Home Alone made me distrust that man. And then uh, Brave Little Toaster made me a little bit of a hoarder. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a traumatic movie. I love that. Oh, so good. I've so, never so seen good. it. So basically, you think because objects all have personalities. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, yes. Yeah. It also, I, th- I think people don't give Brave Little Toaster enough credit for like, it is like the precursor to Toy Story in a lot of ways, Definitely. I think. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really, it's like, I I like, that was like one of my favorite movies as a child. Um, and I do have weird problems when I throw something away. I'm like, I want to honor you in the world. <laughs> I hope you find, I hope you find a new home toaster. <laughs> and it's like, it's just a piece of plastic, but whatever. I get like um, that with my running shoes for some reason. For sure. Oh, I'm like my car. I'm going to need to get a new car at some point in the next year. And I'm like genuinely very sad about it every time I think about it. Because my car, for those that don't know, my car is like a big T-Rex fighting a Lincoln in space painted on the side of it. And um, I love it. And it's been mine for uh, since 2009. It got painted in 2010. So I've had it for 11 years. And it's just, it's my baby. And I've t- I've, t- I've only ever toured in it. It's my, I've toured that thing everywhere. Yeah. I've had like weird women in Iowa just be like, where, what am I looking at? Like angry, <laughs> angry. Do you I've think, upset so many Karens. Do you think it's going to be a bit of a transition starting to drive a car that doesn't have a dinosaur on it? I think it really will be because like something that people, whenever people ride in my car that I don't notice because I'm in it all the time is they're always like, why is everybody looking at us? And I just don't see it because I'm just not used to it. I'm just so used to it at this point. But I, I'm kind of curious to know if I will like notice that nobody cares. I feel like it's kind of like a tattoo or like if you had a face tattoo because you forget you have it but then everyone yeah. else sees it and is mm-hmm. reacting. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. why I do feel like the funny thing about face tattoos is the joke is definitely on everyone else. <laughs> yes it is. I mean I guess you see it when you look in the mirror but yeah it is like maybe Man. that's it. Maybe that's the solution. You get a face tattoo of your car. Oh cute. 
<laughs> I'm going to veto it. Not even just for myself, but for all of us. Yeah. We are business partners, guys. That's bad for lady to lady I for me to have a T-Rex that. on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to say that's an absolute truth, but <laughs> I think a lot of things would start going really wrong in my life. If you I know what? Put a T-Rex on my face. I think a cute face hat would be um, like a superhero mask. Ooh, I bet that exists. I bet it's yeah. not cute, but I bet it exists. <laughs> yeah. I, I think don't you even get like that. superheroes. I don't know why I thought of that. I, I mean, know. that's a cool idea, but like, you know, that's one of the, because I don't really mind like face tattoos if it, you know, it can be interesting, yeah. but a full mm-hmm. face one where you're trying to look like another face, that's like a whole. <laughs> yeah. And what I think, about Steve-O yeah. has his face tattooed on his back? Like, that's so that's funny. That's very funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm going to get, funny. um, what's. What's his fuck who has Roger Stone on his back? I'm going to get him with that. Oh, no. Ri- Roger Stone has Richard Nixon. Oh, that's right. I'm going to get Roger yeah. Stone with Richard Nixon on my back. <laughs> and then I'll never have sex again, and it'll be fine. Beautiful. Um, okay, we're going to take another break and do Lady Problems. We'll be right back. Baby. Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady Lady and Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys have been awesome about writing in and sending us lady problems. If you want to do that, you can call us at 323-6-butt-30. Yep, oh, I just like 30. forgot it. I haven't said it in a minute. 323-6-butt-30. <laughs> Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. And uh, let's do a lady problem. Hi, ladies. First off, uh, thank you for this podcast. It is a necessary dose of serotonin for me. Um, But I thought we could maybe talk about friendships that kind of wane during the pandemic and now that things are starting to be more normal, um, what rekindling those friendships looks like and how we decide what friendships to rekindle. Um, I had kind of a friend of a friend I hung out with before the pandemic, but we weren't that compatible. And to be honest, I was a little bit relieved during the pandemic that we didn't have to hang out. <laughs> but I also spent this, like the pandemic watching her hang out with a lot of our mutual friends um, and knowing I wasn't invited to any of that. And now this particular person is trying to, like, start hanging out with me again. And I've been really happy not seeing her. But at the same time, I'm not busy. So I don't really know how to say no or even if I should have an honest conversation with her about, you know, feeling like we aren't the best of friends or that in some circumstances she hasn't been that great of a friend to me. So... I don't know. I I kind of hope other people are going through something similar. And I'd really love to hear your guys' thoughts. So thank you. Ooh, I feel like the pandemic is offering, I don't know, I feel like there's kind of a reset, Mm -hmm. you know, aspect of all of this that I think we can take advantage of in the ways that we'd like to, hopefully, socially, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It really feels like we were forced to, like, drop everything and but w- that means that we can also choose what we want to kind of pick back up right um and i think it's like we've also all changed as people i think in in big or small ways like over the course of this too where it's and i think we've also realized how valuable our our time is and you know who we choose to give our time to and who we don't and what we want to be doing for ourselves and whatnot and i mean i i don't it doesn't sound like this is a person that you were that close to that you need to like have like a a state of the union conversation with yeah but like i don't know it doesn't yeah i also don't i i don't i i, I don't think you really need to do much other than like kind of just say no a few more times and you might see her in social situations but like you're not like keep saying no to one-on-ones and you don't really owe her an explanation for that i don't think yeah and i think it'll just I naturally so fade to black yeah 
Yeah. Like, unless you're the kind of person who likes to have those kind of conversations, which some people do, you know, I think it mm-hmm. depends on the person. Like, if you're comfortable with doing that, go ahead. But if mm-hmm. it's, don't do it, like, thinking you're obligated to, because I don't think you owe anybody, especially her, anything. No, um, but I, yeah. I also do think we need to normalize. And, like, I appreciate so much. I'm not really naturally like this, but I have some people who are just so honest when they don't want to do something that are just like, no. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that just because I don't want to do that. And I think we need to like normalize that. Like the fact that you aren't busy doesn't mean you need to hang out with this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean with like the reset stuff. Like not only do you not have to hang out with her, but like it maybe I'm not sure if you're saying like, you're wondering like, who do I hang out with now or something? You haven't really say that, but um, I think it's a chance to kind of like reach out to new people who you've always thought like, you know, I thought I'd be closer with this like, it'd be fun to be close with this person, but I've never had a chance. And, like, I'd, maybe I'd like to, like, spend some time one-on-one with them. I've been trying to do that, like, little by little after this stuff with just people who I, like, I'm like, damn, like, I'd, I would like to know them more. Like, I want to go get coffee with them because I think mm-hmm. beforehand I kind of, it's like, I have my circle of friends and then you just have parties and stuff. But it's very hard to connect one-on-one with somebody unless you, like, make that effort. And I feel like now everyone only can really handle like small groups because it's so overwhelming so i think people are very open to like one-on-one time and they're not going to feel like it's weird if you reach out to them or something you know yeah i think that's definitely true and i mean like also you know i think everyone is experiencing like re-entry stress in different ways and it's not gonna be like i mean are we we're we're like a a world that is like just starting to like not even deal with like grief and like reentry stress and like the fact that like so much has changed but also society doesn't want us to think that anything has changed and go back to normal and like i think mean, i know i have at least been having a lot of like really like a lot of like extreme ennui around the idea of just like okay so what have we learned oh we're not going to put any of what we have learned into practice okay, I guess I'll just have to keep living in a world where I know that that's what happens when, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's a, it, yeah, I mean, that, that's obviously a bigger picture than what you're talking about, but I think there's just like, there's there's a lot that everyone kind of has to sort for their own, like an individual and a societal level right now. And it's going to take a minute to find the time to figure out how you, how you want to re-enter and like be as mindful about that as possible. And also like give yourself the patience for however long that that, that will take, I think. Yeah, and I mean, again, like, on the tip of, like, meeting new people, I do feel like that is the kind of cool thing about right now is, like, everyone is kind of excited to do everything. Mm -hmm. So I think Mm -hmm. it is, like, more normalized, it seems, like, with a lot of people to just, like, have activities and be planning things. And, like, I think there's a good excuse Mm -hmm. to be, like, asking people to hang out. Yeah. I I would just look at it as, like, you know how, like, it sucks to have to get rid of clothes because you're always like, I don't... I don't really want to get rid of this dress, but I will. But then you get to go shopping. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> making room. I do think there is something about that, though. You are making room for other people in your life. And, like, you know you don't want to be friends with this person, obviously. It's more just yeah. about the how do, you know, how do I end it type of thing. Dismount. Yeah, but I yeah. think it's a, I think this is a classic fade to black. I think so, too. It's like you're going to see her in, like, groups and stuff sometimes. And, like, that's fine you can make small talk it's like you know as long as she hasn't like done anything like extremely offensive that upsets you and and even then you sometimes have to deal with those people but yeah i mean i think i, I think she'll she'll get the hint or she won't she keep asking and just keep saying no and it's also good practice for learning to say no to shit <laughs> yeah or you know and i don't know if she's one of these types of people but i know that i've had friendships in the past with people who were like very I don't know how to say it. Seductive is a weird word, but like their <laughs> friendship was seductive in a way because mm-hmm. you were like either like the top of the world for, you know what I mean? You could like mm-hmm. be their best friend for a little bit and then they would like be shitty to you. Yeah. But when you were in the circle, it felt great, you know? And so I think that there can be a lot of friendships like that where it can be hard because they feel, you feel like, oh, like, but I do want to hang out with them because it has this, le- whatever it is. It's, it's like sounds mm-hmm. fun in some way. So I don't know if this girl is that type of person, but I do think that if if she is somebody who you ever think like, you know, I did like doing these things with them, mm-hmm. you can make that choice, but you just have to set boundaries. You know, you have to be like, yeah. I'm only going to hang out with them in this circumstance only once in a while because if I don't, I'm going to get wrapped up in their bullshit again. So mm-hmm. if that's this kind of person, you might want to think like, okay, actually, I do want to hang out with them one, once in a while, but I need to like say to myself, beyond that, I'm not going to be texting them all the time or letting them like bug me that other shit. So mm-hmm. I think... 
Yeah, you can also like make them that kind of friend, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think that's all doable. You got this. I think, you know, uh like a lot of no like a, sometimes like a no just is giving you space to say yes to something else. And I think it's, you know, important to be as mindful about where you ha- where and how you want your time spent. Exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah. It's it's important. Also like fuck them for all hanging out without you during whatever. Fuck no that. Kidding. That's fucking yeah. shitty. I say like also you can just go get a massage by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Um it's so funny. I'm looking at a uh the massage thing that you guys got me when I moved back into my house last year that I haven't used <laughs> go yet. Go get so your massage, Brandy. There was a global pandemic. <laughs> That's true. But That's they are open. Sure the place, I've driven by them. They, oh, good. They made it. I was going to call this week and see if they actually made it or not. And no, they're still around. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Awesome. Man, they, I didn't think about that. RIP the uh, gift certificates that won't ever be able to be redeemed. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. Mean, what a... What a mess. <laughs> oh, so sad. So many Michael's coupons expired during quarantine. Oh, oh my God. No. Is Michael's closed? Is Michael's gone? No, 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 no. Oh. I just like would get, okay. I would get things and I'd be like, is it worth going to Michael's for a $5 right. coupon? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ah. We oh. had a whole year oh. without flimsy, uh, not flimsy, frivolous Michael's runs. <laughs> I just could have bought so much yarn. I would never do anything yes. with. Um yeah, that's all right. Adam used to work at Michael's in New York, and damn it, I'm going to fuck this up, but he has a great story about working there because Paul McCartney came in once. What? And, yeah, and so into Paul, Michaels into Michaels because he was with his like grand his granddaughters, and mm-hmm. um, they come in, and of course, like everyone's just like ah! like Paul McCartney's oh there, and I guess he like let him into. He came up and was like. How do I get into the bathroom? I don't, can't do an impression. <laughs> Whatever. He asked him, Hello, Mike. How do you get into the bathroom? And so he like let him in and I think he shook his hand for giving him for letting him into the bathroom or something. And he had his moment, a good moment with Paul McCartney. And then later oh. he saw him coming up the escalator and <laughs> and Paul McCartney and, and Adam, they they locked eyes and Paul McCartney winked at him. <laughs> he just said he knew he was he was very good at being paul mccartney like taking pictures of people very charming just like kind of floating Mm -hmm. on air so that's now what i associate michaels with um that's so cool (laughs) that's amazing i love it when like a celeb has been a celeb so long that they just like are effortless and knowing how to do it he was just so good at it yeah it's like he yeah he knows to just wink randomly at a guy coming up the escalator you know like that is so Paul. None it of the is. other ones. <laughs> it's extremely him. And maybe Ringo. Ringo would wink, but he rem- he would forget that he was wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he he might flash Ringo you might a gold be a shade tooth. shade yeah. tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. I remember like, I was uh, last night uh, with a little exactly right uh, party, and I um I was telling somebody the story of uh, we went, when we all went to Dick Van Dyke's Halloween party and how he was just so good at being a celebrity because he like he had a plate. It, it, I'll, I'll never get over it. He had a plate of cut up hot dogs that he would like talk to you for a while and they'd be like, I, I, I cut these up for the dog. Hold on. I'll, I'll talk it to you later. It was amazing. And then he, he had a prop to get out of conversation with and I watched him never feed those to the to a dog <laughs> and I had, I had so much respect for that. Wow. I was just like that. That is like some old Hollywood shit. Well, I also just remember <laughs> thinking what a great relationship he had with his dog. Yes. Like he was so cute with his dog and then I think I'm sure we told this story on the podcast but when we got that impromptu singing of Chim Chimney insane oh my god he had a well i mean impromptu for us he had a quartet at the ready (laughs) yeah i'm sorry no but we were just like sitting around eating chips and then somebody was like uh dick will be singing outside okay because i I was i have to be honest the story that brandy i was expecting brandy to just tell was that and then instead she was like he had a plate of hot dogs (laughs) i mean we were going to get to the other stuff too but the hot dogs is like but he also impromptu. Yeah, he also all of a sudden was like, 
he they did that they sing straighten up and fly right which was fucking awesome that was such mm-hmm. a it was incredible literally just in his yeah. living room outside they did a few different performances they would just like start yeah. singing out of nowhere mm-hmm. yeah he so just good. had a quartet that like he would just like look at somebody and they would just start humming and then a song would start and you were like whoa what a what a beautiful little life you got there dick mm-hmm. i will <laughs> awesome. oh my god so grateful so grateful for bringing that into our lives yeah. and french steward mm-hmm. i feel like we've yeah karma's come <laughs> back for us with this podcast <laughs> heck yeah okay let's do one it. uh last lady problem hi ladies uh new listener here i love the show um been binging it um for uh weeks now um you guys are like my sound bath um so thank you so much for um you know making me laugh all the time um, I have an embarrassingly cliche lady problem, and it is that my fiance is boring in bed. Um, he is, uh, you know, a classic dude. Uh, he like rushes to foreplay, um, just like very like vanilla sex. Um, it's you know like I get like I get like three orgasms out of it. Like I'm satisfied, but it's like it's never exciting. Um, and we're still attracted to each other. Like, he's very hot, you know. <laughs> it's not like we're just, like, not into each other. Um, but there, it's just, like, not, you know, it's not exciting. And um, background, um, I'm a retired slut. Uh, so <laughs> I feel like I have, like, a good idea of what I am into. Um, you know, I'm, like, I have, like, some kinks that I'm into. Like, one of them, for example, is, like, I like choking. And I've shared that with him uh, right when we started dating. And he just, like, wasn't really into it. Like, we tried it, and he just, like, didn't feel comfortable with it. So I was just like, all right, like, I'm not into it if you're not into it, right? Um, and I've tried asking him, like, what he's into. Um, and, like, like one thing that I, like, got out of him was that, like, he's, like, really into many skirts. Like, nothing else. Like, like nothing, I don't know, like... He's just, like, not really into anything. He, like, just thinks I'm gorgeous and amazing, which is great, right? Like, I don't need anything. We don't need anything. Like, he's, mm-hmm. he's satisfied. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> so, um, you know, I never, like, outright, like, told him that I'm satisfied. But, like, how do I talk to him about this <laughs> um, without hurting his feelings? Uh, please help me. Um, I'm just, I'm bored. Yeah. Tale is old as time. Um yeah, it's it's hard when you're a slut and you get a nice guy and then you know, that's how it goes. I, that's how it goes. <laughs> no no advice, just yeah, sucks. Uh. And no, I just am saying I identify with this issue. I mean, um, I feel like so when, the first time we listened to this voicemail, I actually was like I know exactly the thing because when you get married, like your bachelorette party, I don't know. I got a bunch of kinky shit at my bachelorette party. That was like, I brought it home and I was like, kind of threw it on the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying people give Pick you a lot poison. of sex. Yeah. People, it, it, it's a time Like it, there's a natural reason or like an excuse to like be bringing in different things. So I think you should like have a bachelorette party and tell whoever is um, organizing it that they, they should get you like slutty mini skirt lingerie. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I like, I like that because like, uh, you know, a variety, say like, you know, for my gifts, I want like something, whatever sexy and, and be like, mm-hmm. I think the mini skirt thing and then they can kind of get other stuff for you. But I kind of like the idea of like literally being like here, pick like, Putting this like yeah. stuff out on the bed and being like, yeah, one to him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I like, I think like it can be kind of like nerve wracking to like put something on and be like, and, you know, if you're not knowing what to expect. So if you kind mm-hmm. of involve him in that in a fun way and then he knows it's coming too, you know, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's tough. I mean, you're coming a lot. So that's a good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Congratulations I mean, on that. Congratulations. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've, you know, I'm kind of in a similar situation just because my boyfriend is, you know, has less experience than me and I've just been more, I think, in touch with like what I'm into or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. just not necessarily doesn't, isn't into that same level or need that level of things. I think that women are, you know, we just, 
our brains are like what does it for us. So we get into that fantasy world maybe a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think with the choking thing, like I would say that you can do a leash or like a collar that has something on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that that can be a fun thing because it doesn't, it's not like, I think guys can get freaked out with actually doing your neck. It can be too much for them. And it is also a thing that like you, you need to know how to do that properly. Yeah, too, no, you, exactly. You can, and they, it can be, you, you and could, obviously you can, can tell be, them how to, but that's a, I think it's a yeah. lot to ask a good guy sometimes. Yeah. So I think sure. a collar that has like a thing that pulls on it will give you the same effect of feeling like it's being pulled on, but it's not going to be. And if you just show up with that, I mean, he's going to get horny. Like it's not, absolutely. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 No problem. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think a lot of this is like, you need to be the leader a little bit and then show him like some things and then be like, did you like that? We can add that to the repertoire. <laughs> right. It's you hard know. being the leader when you, especially when you like to be dominated because you're like, well, this yeah. isn't the point. The point is that I want mm-hmm. you to do things, but you mm-hmm. just have to kind of come to terms with it and be like, you know, I have to like be communicative with what I want because mm-hmm. he's not going to guess it, you know, and yeah. like for sure. Yeah. So and I know the choking, you have been communicative with him, so that's good. But I think thinking outside the box a little bit of how you can get those same things fulfilled without it being like tripping him up as far as that goes because i know that can freak somebody out well and maybe there's like if there's like specific porn that like you like maybe like watching that together i think so he can kind of have an understanding because i mean i I think guys also if they don't know how to do something the last thing they'll want to do is feel like an amateur in in bed with that they don't want to ask for directions in yeah bed. exactly yeah. <laughs> but so if there's like things that you think you can like watch together like that'll you know get you both horny too but then also he'll maybe be, he, he might be embarrassed to ask the question of like well what does that even how how would i even do that you know so mm-hmm. show him you know watch some stuff together show it see some things also like i think it's a good idea like i feel like vacation is always like a fun time to do sexy stuff so you could like mm-hmm. try to maybe book a weekend somewhere and bust out some of the stuff on vacation totally yeah it's hard to like when you when you you know the same bed that you like you sleep together every night and just the same, being in the same place can be hard to be like let's reset this for sex time or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, there's a difference when you're like, know that like you're not gonna you're not gonna have to do laundry the next day. Um. Right, <laughs> exactly. I think too, yeah. like let yourself get like horny and like don't mm-hmm. have to involve him necessarily. Only because mm-hmm. I think that that kind of helps. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I think bring him into it when you want to. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I guess like don't have to associate your entire sex life with him. You know, you can also have your own moments Mm -hmm. of like, I'm turned on by this or that. And like, I'm going to masturbate or like, oh, I'm getting turned on by that thing. Let me now go to him and involve him with it. Because I think when you put everything on your relationship like that way, it can just be it's just too hard to pull off, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's like your your own individual sex life does shouldn't suffer just because you were in a a partnered sex life, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I say definitely ask your girlfriends for sexy shit for your batch. That's order number yeah. one. I mean, maybe go to like a sex toy shop together and walk around and be like, what about this? What about this? Like, you know, be like, we have $100 we have to spend today or something. That's fun. I like that. Yeah. 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 I've been like, that's thinking. Night. Yeah. <laughs> I have a huge changer I've had forever and I've been like, let's go like cash this out and spend all that money in one day. And that would be a really funny like, let's yes. Yeah. but i think that is a good idea too because i think like Mm -hmm. i think when you get used when you're in like a long-term thing and you just get used to kind of like this is how it works and this and this you Mm -hmm. just don't think outside the box that much (laughs) you gotta think inside the box (laughs) (laughs) so like just kick-starting some of that stuff and yeah maybe he won't like maybe he is just like vanilla and whatever but i feel like Mm -hmm. guys who say that just haven't like found the stuff that they're you know really into because it hasn't been like presented to them so Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of guys, I think too, get kind of mixed up with like, oh, I don't want to, I I love you, I don't want to feel like I'm like disrespecting you, yeah. and it's like, no, 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 that's not that this is a consensual thing. I'm allowing so you not. to treat me yes. this way because I like you. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a lot of communication when you start bringing like new things in, but yeah, I think I think you got this. I just put this. two and two together when you said that. I was like, oh. I wonder if 
boys are mean to us when we're kids because they like us. And then we grow up and we like them to choke us. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, it's got something to do with it for just sure. Just a thought from from just some thoughts. So. <laughs> we should have a segment called "Just Some Thoughts." I guess that's this whole podcast. <laughs> I'd also say, you know what? If you guys don't like your own road trip, something like like I, I listen to Dan Savage pretty much every week, and like it, I there are so many like crazy scenarios and shit that I'm just like, whoa! I never even like knew that was a thing. So just like it's interesting just to like know how many ways that like people can like live their lives or things they're looking for and everything just to like expand your horizon in a way that isn't necessarily even about your individual relationship, but just to sit to be like, it doesn't need to be this way. It can be any number of different ways. And that isn't Mm -hmm. that isn't a conversation you have to have, but you can listen to Dan have it with other people. No, I Mm -hmm. think it's like, yeah, good to people just need to expand like their thoughts on what. And the yeah. on what they think a relationship is sometimes, and a lot of guys I don't think like do that. So, yeah, for sure. Well, you guys, sure. I, I, I'm just gonna say it. I was gonna say, well, you guys, I can't stop thinking about a milkshake at the Oyster. So let's wrap this up. Oh, <laughs> that sounds that sounds so good. What kind do they? What kind are you gonna get? I'm gonna Ooh. go Dodger, which is made yeah, out of vanilla Dodger. cookie. Ooh, situation yes. yeah yeah it's hot in la we're gonna get some milkshakes um if you guys haven't right now go subscribe toxic the britney spears story the first episode is dropping today july 7th so go check it out right now and um also go to our patreon sign up so you can vote and see what we're gonna freaking eat we'll pro- we don't know exactly the date we'll do the eating thing but it'll be like the end of july sometime i think so yeah lots of exciting yeah, stuff going on this month i must say I agree. Yeah, July is a big lady to lady month. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Barbara's birthday on the 16th coming up. Mm-hmm. It's it's great. We got Barbara's great, birthday, guys. the launch of Toxic, an eating contest. What more did you want? Sometimes when people ask me if I'm living my dreams, it's like I think about it's like, come on, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm eating I'm eating some pies with my friends while to pie of the tiger. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's like what I wanted my late thirties to feel like. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I am starting to say my I am turning 31, so I'm not... Amazing. That's huge. <laughs> He's like, okay. I'm deciding uh-huh. to start... I'm going to start lying about my age. That's all. Anyway. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll see you guys cool. next time. <laughs> Who knows how old I'll be then, but we'll find out. <laughs> all right. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> three, two, three. Six but 30. It's six but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. My name's Nathania. I'm a fairly new listener. I came over with the MFM Exactly Right crew. I love the podcast. I'm so grateful for you wonderful ladies, especially having you in my ear during the day when I'm at home with my three young children who are lovely but often crying. Um, This is a little awkward, but I actually know Anna and Courtney, and so when Brandy brought up about their new podcast, I thought, you know, they did hire me to write their theme song, so I figured I better call in and sing it. Here we go. It's the Anna and Courtney show, a recap of Lady to Lady, where we used to host, till those bitches kicked us off, now we just give them a roast. We talk shit about Barb and Brandy, and of course there's Tess. Whatever happened between us, you'll just have to guess. It's the Anna and Courtney show. So there you go. I know their podcast is kind of blowing up. So if they get word of this, uh, I hope they don't fire me. If they do, maybe you guys can give me some jingle writing work. Okay, take care. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, ladies. I am listening to your back catalog. And you're talking about the Four Loco Summer, which actually happened when I was in college, which was literally the best summer of my life. Maybe the worst, not 100% sure. Either way, just wanted to share that before I knew that it was alcoholic, I definitely took a spark to my final in my history class in college. So I was the girl who was 19 years old because my sister bought it for me because she was 21 with a spark, alcoholic beverage in my final. It was the worst final I ever took, but you know, it is what it is. Either way, just wanted to share, thought it might give you a laugh. 
Love you, ladies. Um, you are killing it, and I appreciate you. This is Sarah. Bye. Uh.